0: campers welcome back to camp so sorry again for the, i did it's like i just disappear on you guys i'm sorry uh let's get a movie real quick and then we can we can get into it um good to be back let's see what we got here almighty thor that works for me i know what i'd rather watch this is definitely like um wow almighty thor See, I'd rather watch this than the new Thors. But I feel like the new Thors are trying to, like, capture this. Like, that new Thor, it had, like, Sweet Child of Mine in the trailer. I didn't see it. I haven't seen any of the Thors. But it seemed like the the original Thors were, like, straight up, like, superhero, just like straight up superhero movies, and then like the new one was maybe like kinda of trying to get capture this eighties campy shit, I don't know, uh, but it that's what it seemed like with the trailer, but I'm never gonna see it, so I don't really care, but I'll watch the Almighty Thor. um welcome back here we go, february fifteenth ten thirty six um so just to give you a recap i let's see. I was out. I feel like I promised you guys in the new year that it was going to be back to a weekly thing. Um, January was just busy. It was just busy. And then I was out of town. Let's go back to get the calendar real quick. Let's pull this up. Uh, when was I out of town? I was out of town two weeks ago. I was in San Francisco and then, Last week I was okay. So big announcement last week. I was going to open it back up to guests. I was going to have my first guest on with the new format. I was going to have Nick Scutt on, um, but I, I'm an idiot. I thought I, that I had, I thought I had a mic cord. <laughs> I got rid of like all my, I did like a huge purge. Uh, I have this closet, um, in this main room here that's just filled with shit uh it was filled with so much shit that i just don't use and i got rid of a ton of stuff and i think i accidentally threw away i had four mic cords and i think i accidentally threw them away but i thought i'd saved when i was literally looking for like 30 minutes i spent 30 minutes looking for this mic cord but i think i threw it away Uh, so sadly I had to cancel on Nick Scott, but then he was going to come on today, but then his daughter is sick. So, but I was like, I I can't wait another week. I got to get back to my campers. But anyway, Nick Scott, your all your favorite political correspondent, the honorary good boy will be on, uh, next week, (laughs) if not next week, maybe the week after, but, uh, guests are slowly going to start trickling back into camp. We are going, there's other campers. They, um. (laughs) <laughs> the campers, I've looked through their uh, their resumes and uh, they filled out their W twos, and the, the campers will be, re- or no, I'm sorry, counselors, 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 the counselors. Out, let's do that. Let's run that joke back again. The counselors have filled out their resume or they've uh, sent in their resumes and they filled out their W twos, and they will be reporting for camp. So campers, your counselors are coming back. Um, uh, so then I'll have Nick's gut on <laughs> Then I'll, I'll take like another month off, but no, I really want to get back to this every week because I love this, but, uh, what are you doing, Molly? Okay. I got Molly up here under the blanket because it's cold. It's fucking cold in LA. Uh, but no, but I want to, uh, I want to get back to doing this every week. It's just, uh, you know what? Life just gets in the way sometimes. Um, No, I want to get back to doing this every week, but uh, it's good to be back. So here we go. Uh, uh, I've had good news on the work front. That screenplay that I was breaking my balls all last year working is being optioned. So that is like, uh, that's, yeah, that is a huge deal. Um, Optioning basically means like, it's being sold I mean it's it's basically being sold. I basically sold the screenplay. Uh, <laughs> so that is big news that I wanted to share with my campers. Um yeah, like that was pretty surreal, but like it was one oh wow, Richard Greco. <laughs> Richard Grieco's in this? Wait, does he play Loki? Whoa. God, I only thought Greco was in 21 Jump Street, Booker. And then uh, what's that? Is it not? It's not licensed to drive. Is it licensed to drive? Let's see. No, it's. Um, is it licensed to kill? <laughs> I'm literally reporting good news, but all I'm, I'm worried about is Richard Grieco is in this movie. Uh, it was that one they gave him one chance to be a movie star. The only reason I'm 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 switching gears and focusing on Grieco is because he grew up in uh, my hometown of Watertown, New York. Uh, so that's, it's a big deal. What was that big? If looks could kill, <laughs> they gave him one chance Ah, mobsters. They gave him to wait. The almighty Thor is from 2011. Whoa. Wow. This movie looks like it's from fucking like 1987. This is from, t- they made this literally while those other Thors were, holy shit blowing my mind right now um but no uh he was on 21 jump street and then he was on booker booker was the 21 jump street spinoff and then they they they're like all right we're gonna give this guy one chance because like he he had a look (laughs) he had kind of like a he had kind of like a mickey rourke thing going on he was like a guido mickey rourke uh even though he was but, but he was from upstate new york like where where i'm from uh so like we didn't really have like the guidos up there were like it was kind of like a sorry excuse for a Guido. It was like a, it was like hillbilly. There was like a a hint of hillbilly in there, um, and so so he was in If Looks Could Kill, which was kind of like a uh, before he can graduate, cocky high school student Michael Corbin, Richard. Gr- That's insane. He played a high school student. He was definitely like had to have been like twenty seven. So he plays a high school, st- but he played at high. St- He played a high school student in, see, wait, oh, that's crazy, because 21 Jump Street is they're older, but then they're playing high school students, and I'm pretty sure Richard Grieco's character of Booker was the same thing he had to have been, that they were undercover cops going into high school, but then they're just like, okay, let's do If Looks Could Kill, (laughs) but he plays because that was, (laughs) it. that's crazy there. The the studio executives were just like, since he did that so convincingly playing a high school student, who's actually a cop in 21 jump street. Let's just have him play an actual high school student. And if looks to kill, that's fantastic. That, That is how much blow that's like the best Coke ever, uh, that Hollywood got their hands on during the Richard Grieco phase. Travels to France on a school trip during a missing French credit. But when a British don't say things about God, what I just did was so the when you're when you're reading something to yourself, but you're whispering it. That's, oh man. like it's a bit like when you're reading something to yourself. Whether you're alone or you're in the room and you you like you don't need to talk it out loud, like you're whispering <laughs> to yourself it it always starts with like the it's clear like before he can graduate college high school student, but when he goes over it, <laughs> it starts off like talking, then it becomes whisper talking, then it just becomes like literally like like soft breath sounds like that you're you're reading it, but like when the reading becomes. <laughs> God, I've always noticed that. I've always noticed people doing that, and then I literally, I so just did that, like talking and then whispering, and then it's just like it's just like hushed tones, but you're still reading it, like until <laughs> you Oh man, that's a that's a that's a classic one. That's a classic right there. Uh, but yeah, no, they gave him like one movie star chance, and I mean that movie, twenty nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think that was his. Um, That wasn't the one but then he was in mobsters that that really fucking i mean nine percent on rotten tomatoes the one where uh lucky luciano is played by it's literally like it's christian slater patrick dempsey richard grieco playing like the the most notorious gangsters like of our time uh (laughs) i mean that movie i remember that movie like I love Christian Slater. Uh, so I mean, Christian Slater. But even Christian Slater as a gangster, like it doesn't work. It's like what were you, like these guys? I like you get De Niro, Pacino, Pesci. Uh, you know, Ray Liotta. You get those actors. Like I don't know what that why they thought that Christian Slater and Richard Grieco playing these notorious, like basically the guys that like tff, were the founders of like the modern mafia why they thought that that was gonna fucking work out but anyway so yeah but grieco got that one chance and now <laughs> we didn't see him in anything uh until uh all the almighty thor which i can't believe that this is filmed in 2011 i mean it's like like sharknado has better cinematography than this thing um wow that's crazy although you know what if i was watching this before i did my richard Greco deep dive there I I would be like wait a second this isn't from the 80s but like it's it's got that it fits right in and Comet, Comet was like we'll take it Cause they probably like just bought the rights to it um this is fucking hilarious anyway though but yeah I I have I'm having my screenplay that I was writing that basically like it's one of those it's like that meme where it's like what did you what did you accomplish this what did it cost everything it's like what happened I sold my screenplay what did it cost the camp good boy podcast like I mean I missed a lot of uh a lot of camp time working on that thing but I mean it was worth it um clearly so I'm pretty fired up about that wanted to share that with everybody uh yeah, it's pretty exciting. Very exciting. Um, but yeah, it's fucking cold in LA. I don't know, like today, uh, but see, but that, that's the thing. See, but then I look at my weather app and it's like, See, it's 57, which I know if you're like, if you're like in Philadelphia or New York City or Boston right now, it's like, oh, I'd kill for that. But like, you got to understand, like that's cold here and your body acclimates to the warm weather that we have every day. So literally 57 feels like negative 30. It has nothing to do with being a pussy. It has to do with just like, that's the way it is when you live out here. So uh, it's cold. Um, And I don't know, like what? Because it was getting warm. Like the last week it was like it was like normal l a last week it was like warm and beautiful, and then I don't know, maybe like um I' know deject Nicholson see his shadow did he like come out of his house, um but no, it was like it was fucking cold today because of this wind um, just let me say that it's cold, like I know everybody's just there's that old thing of just like like yeah like when when it's cold in l a like people in l a are such wimps but it's just like yeah like. You move out here, and then you enjoy 70, 80 degree weather pretty much like, I don't know, like 90% of the year, Um, and then that first 50 degree, like live out here for like 10 years, and then experience that first 50 degree day. I don't care if you're one of the guys who like wears a t-shirt and shorts when it's like 20 degrees outside in your town, because it's like, you're just used to it. It's like, yeah, you're used to it. I like we're used to it being the perfect weather out here. So literally when it's twenty degrees cooler than the average, it's gonna you're gonna feel that. So uh so just let me enjoy the fact that it is cold here. Um But yeah, we're back. I'm thinking we're back. I've had a lot to unload on you guys. Uh that which is why I hated cause I was ready to get into it uh last week, but um So, yeah, so Nick Scud just wrote a, uh, he just had a movie come out called uh, Who Invited Charlie that we're going to, that I wanted to talk to him about, and we're going to get into that next week. This week, because it's a fun movie, and you guys should all watch it, uh, that, okay, so let's get into this, because I honestly wanted to do a pod right after I saw this, kind of like how I wanted to do a pod after I saw Tar, because I was just like, man, like, that movie, what the fuck did I just watch? But then I had some time to think about it, and I actually liked Tar when I, like, reflected on it. But then I was at a Super Bowl party, which I forgot to get <laughs> Super Bowl party rant, um, and someone was like... Uh, um, someone was like, Dad, did you really like it? And, uh, like, I did really like it, but uh, some, like... When I had to go back and think about it, I don't know if I really like. I, again, like I'll never watch that movie ever again. That doesn't mean it's a bad movie. There's a lot of great movies that I'll never watch ever again. Uh, that doesn't. That doesn't. Again, that doesn't mean that they're bad. Um, but it kind of does. <laughs> I mean, like that's my problem with movies today. That's why I love Top Gun Maverick so much. Is because like that movie, I will probably like. I don't know. How I'll watch it over and over again. But I will. Every time Top Gun: Maverick's on TV, I'm going to watch it. Uh, and if it's one of those things where if you can't, it's that's why it's so good. Whether you liked it or not, like the reason that it's so good is because movies don't feel special anymore. Like you know what it is? you know what it is. There's still great movies that get made, but the, like classic movies, I feel like don't get made anymore. Like you're watching. Like, really, you're going to sit down and watch Nomadland <laughs> again? Like, give me a fucking break. Like. Uh, that that's really what it is like, a, and every now and again, like one will kind of slide through. But like even Parasite, like I loved Parasite. Parasite deserved every award and bit of praise that it got. But like, if Parasite was on TV, I wouldn't be like, ooh, let's settle in. A-. It's not like the Shawshank Redemption or like Rocky. Um, like I, I, you know, like I'm not sitting through that movie again. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is like. I'm going to sit through that movie again for the rest of my life, probably because that is a classic movie. So like great movies are still made. Like, uh, you know, they are like, there are still great movies that get made, but like I classic movies, the ones that you still sit down and watch, like I'm sure there's some people who will still sit down and watch, you know, uh, fucking, uh, I don't know central intelligence I don't like like the stuff with The Rock and Kevin Hart I, like I won't but like yeah like maybe and look maybe there's people out there that will still sit down and watch The Hitman's Bodyguard who the fuck knows I don't know but like it's they're few and far between of like the movies that you're continue you're, you're going to continue to like revisit like you, nobody's revisiting the Irishman uh, who's got who's got time to do that um, but like again like Top Gun Maverick I will revisit Tar like I I, I I definitely not the Fablemans I definitely not so we were having a conversation that's how that movie ended. that seemed like such a odd anticlimactic ending um i'm gonna fire fired up to see what else we got coming up next here um but we, you know we were talking about best pictures and it's like what's truly the best picture and it's like tar best actress yeah that's not the best picture like the fablemans is fine but like a movie that steven spielberg made about steven spielberg is not a best picture if somebody else had made it Then maybe, but this like whole meta thing is it? Was it even meta? I don't even really know. But like whatever the fact. Well, Kevin Nash was in that, of course he was. um, Diesel from the WWF. Um, But uh, that's the thing. Like the Fablemans isn't a best picture. It just it didn't have it had the Spielberg E. T. energy, but it it wasn't E. T. Uh, Like, this is the furthest thing from E.T. And then, like, everything, everywhere, all in the same time happening all at once. uh, uh, That's, like, the best picture at the Independent Spirit Awards. Like, if it wins, I won't be that surprised because it is this this kind of, like, I didn't like it, but, like, I respected it. Um, But I still don't know. it, It... there's, it's like too quirky to be a best picture. Like, like Slumdog Millionaire is a great movie, but Slumdog Millionaire has it. It's like done in a in a, in a different way. Like, you know, like it, it's it's done in a different. It's a very like clever movie, but it just it it had like I don't know. It had that movie had something in a in a different like everything all at the same time is just so. There's just so much going on. There's so much going on that I don't know that that's a best picture. And then, um, like, what else was there? Um, I don't know that women talking is the best picture because I haven't heard me- that. I honestly, well, I haven't actually heard that many women talking about it. Um, so I don't know that that's the best picture. Uh, like, I, I, Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, whether you like Top Gun Maverick or not, it's kind of the best picture. Like, I would not be surprised. All Quiet on the Western Front is not the best picture. Um, the Banshee's of and I loved, but it's not a best picture. I didn't see Triangle of Sadness, but it doesn't seem like best picture. Avatar The Way of Water already lost... Like, Avatar already lost the best picture to the Hurt Locker. So I'm guessing The Way of the Water is not the one that's going to put uh, that one over the, e- over the top. Elvis is... I, I mean fucking stop or my mom will shoot is a, has a better chance of winning than Elvis um Top Gun Maverick I'm telling you right now I'm kind of calling it this is camp boy um call of the week the Top Gun Maverick is going to win best picture at the Oscars literally like that movie it, it's a best it's kind of a best picture now granted if it was up against like a parasite or a um or like, you know, La La Land, or uh, I'm trying, like, what else is one best picture? Um, see, I didn't really like Moonlight. Um, like, what What else is one best picture? Like, like if if Top Gun Maverick, let's say Top Gun Maverick got made when like There Will Be Blood came out, or like No Country, I see, I don't love No Country, <laughs> whatever, regardless, regardless, regardless. Um, Top Gun Maverick's kind of the best picture of the year. It made a shitload of money. So it was a critical, it was, it, it hit all three. And that's what best pictures like historically usually do. They, they were a hit with critics. They were a hit with the audience and they were a hit with the box off. Like they hit all three boxes that everybody that sets out to make a movie hits critics across the board, loved it. Audiences across the board loved it. The movie made so much fucking money. They re-released it and it's still like people love that movie. It's got like rewatchable appeal. Like I rewatched it and I was like, I want to like rewatch it again. I want to watch that movie all the time. That movie just like, is it the best movie ever made? No, but like it nailed like, like when you think of just like, like you see all the critics, what the things they say about it. And even Tarantino talked about it. He was just like, this movie proved that it's like you can make a movie that, that can make a billion dollars that doesn't have multiple universes and monsters. And I know that it's Top Gun. I get it. Like, So you have the built-in audience. People are going to go see it. But quite frankly, I think there's a lot of people that saw that movie. Like kids love that movie. Like, and I feel like there's a lot of kids that saw it that didn't know anything about top gun and they still loved it. Even if they loved it because they loved seeing miles teller with his shirt off fucking whatever. Like, I feel like people like felt something with that movie that I don't know that people are feel like I can't speak for Marvel movies, but even though I, I like, I loved guardians of the galaxy and I really liked ant-man, uh and then what's the other one that i saw like i do think people do uh, black panther's good like i think people do get caught in the feels watching those movies especially like big fans of those movies but like top gun maverick it takes place in some sort of like real life that's why i think it's like okay great even though it's it's top gun and it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's like a, it's a sequel. It still just captured that just like movie magic of like, man, like it just had it, like it had it, it had that thing where it's like, okay, there's no, like there's no, this, that's not like monsters and superheroes and, and, and see like it's way too much CGI. And it's like, it felt like real. And it was so good to see a movie again, even though it's, there's, it's far fetched and spots, regardless, it was just like this, like, thank you. Like, there we go. Like, (laughs) you know, like it's outside of, it's not a fucking comic book. It's like, there we go. Like a movie can make us a movie like that big and like that can make us like feel the magic, like that we felt when we saw big, when we saw, you know, uh, um, Shawshank Redemption, like you're like, Oh man, like there it is. Like you, you can do it. Now, again, I know that it's top gun. So like if it, if what we got to do is to find those original stories that hit us in the, in that spot. Um, And there's some that do, like, I know a lot of people loved, you know, uh, what was that deaf movie? (laughs) Um, uh, The one, the deaf movie, I'm just going to call it the deaf movie. I didn't even see it, but look, I'm sure people like got sad and, you know, uh, they didn't that fucking win best picture what was it called a or something? I forget. Um, uh, miracle here. I can't remember, but no, like that's the thing. Like, I'm sure people like got caught in the fields on that one, but it's like, yeah, but are you really re, are you rewatching that one? What the fuck was that movie called? Um, I'm just going to Google deaf movie <laughs> cause I forget what, it, what what it's called. Um, deaf movie coda okay so coda like but are you are you rewatching coda again how many times are you sitting down and being like oh let's watch coda like you're not watching it um like a, a, a quiet place like a quiet place was another one like i don't I, you could make a like a, a quiet place probably should have been nominated like was it nominated like a quiet place is a great movie that's kind of another one um or, or it's like the sound of metal like i love the sound of metal but i'm probably not rewatching the sound of metal um But yes, okay, so, yeah, so Coda. Uh, Wow, okay, we got American warships coming up. I have no idea. Is this Richard Grieco? Please tell me Grieco. It looks like Grieco might have been in this. Mario Van Peebles, give me a Grieco. Um, That's the thing. That's why, like, I'm telling you, like, whether you like, Carl Weathers, whether you like Top Gun Maverick or not, I like, you know what, if you didn't like it, I'm not going to, you're going to disagree with everything I'm saying right now, but, like, that's the best picture of the year it it just is now now will they give it to it i don't know but like that is the best picture of the year it just is um, and uh it like it it just is um because like like you're you're, you're going to rewatch it over and over and over again throughout the rest of however much longer time we have on this earth uh it's gonna it's gonna hold up and it's gonna stand the test of time like top gun even though the original top gun when you go back and watch it is like yeah like it's good i love it but it's like there there's a reason why this one is is nominated wow written directed by thunder levin what a fucking great name this looks like a movie that was directed by somebody named thunder 11 speaking of top gun that's just taken off from a wow is this is this like a top gun like knockoff it seems like it let me guess this was filmed last year (laughs) they're trying to let's like cash in on the top gun maverick train um like top gun i don't think even sniffed the oscars back in 1986 or 7 whenever it came out because like when you go back and watch it it's like Yeah, it's, like, great, but it's great because the music's great and the moments are great and, like, the characters are great. But, like, the story is, like... Yeah, it's it's leaves a little to be desired like Top Gun Maverick leaned into a gate there was a little more emotion there even though there's emotion in the original one with like Goose dying this one's got more emotion because Goose died and that like really carries through and like with Miles Teller everything just everything God, it's, it's so damn good is what I'm trying to say and I don't know when the Oscars are aren't they Sunday I think they're like yeah they're Sunday um, I, I just I think it's gonna win. I, I really do. That is Camp Goodboys Oscar prediction. I, I hate to break it to you, Top Gun Maverick uh, deniers, but like that is your best picture this year. It just is. Um, and, and that that's the problem with movies is that like again, like I said, there there's still great movies being made, but like it there's just not many classic movies getting made. And that was that wasn't always the case. I feel like every year before like. I don't know. I'm trying to think when like this this like the trend started. Like maybe 2016 ish, 2017 ish. Wow, Carl Weathers. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Less, less and less classic movies are being made. Movies that hold up, movies that you're gonna watch forever. That's that's really the the problem. But uh, so anyway, if, speaking of movies that are not classic and they're not great, that movie, you people okay uh, look I uh, know okay, again like <laughs> about, I like jonah hill, I do I think jonah hill is is talented, and I got no problem with Jonah Hill. Uh, and I got no, pro- as you guys know, I have no problems with Eddie Murphy whatsoever. I love Eddie Murphy and I'm glad that Eddie Murphy is back in movies again. That movie you people is, and you know what? It was so annoying. I remember when it got announced. I, it's one of these movies, Judd, like Judd Apatow does this shit. The movie gets announced on like variety or the Hollywood reporter. And it's like plot details being kept under wraps. It's like, you know what? If you, ju- if, unless you wrote the sixth sense, or like, like even even then like you can let's say like when the Sixth Sense came out, you can say what the Sixth Sense is about, but you just can't give the 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 plot twist away. So like I remember this movie You People was announced uh like like a year ago. Like they cranked this one out. Uh and it was just like plot details are being kept under wraps. It was like Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill. And and I'm just like, oh, interesting, what's that gonna be about? But then you see the movie and it's like you kept the plot details under wraps for that, like for this piece of shit. Like, like they did the same thing with the with the, the what was that Pete Davidson movie, the fucking the King of Staten Island or the whatever the Prince of Staten Island that that movie that I don't think ooh that movie that I don't think is ended yet. Um, like, it's like plot details are being kept under wraps, and then you watch it, it's just like. What the, what the pete davidson biopic Love <laughs> pete you're keeping those plot details under wraps as if like somebody's gonna steal that idea and they bob Pete, judd apatow did the same thing with that movie train wreck which which is a fer- perfectly fine movie but it's like plot details are being kept under wraps. it's like it's just enough just tell us what the fucking movie's about but don't give away the ending like nobody gives a shit and like n- nobody's I, I I just, I, I hate that shit. Um, I think I hate it because I always want to know what the plot is so that I know that it's not, like, something that I'm maybe, like, I might be working on. Maybe that's what they do it. I don't really know why. But so anyway, so plot details are being kept under wraps on you people. And then I saw you people, and I'm like, what was the mystery? This movie, it's so bad. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it, it it's... It's like the, the things like, okay. So if you haven't seen it, it's not camp, good boy, wreck of the week. Like the furthest thing I'd rather, I'd rather recommend, uh, this fucking movie I'm watching right now, American warships than you people. Like, Jonah Hill just plays Jonah Hill. He plays a white Jewish guy, and then he he starts dating this black girl, and it's the two... It's the Jewish family and the black family. Like, it's like a guess who's coming to... It's like get, if Get Out was, like, a rom-com, basically. Like, that's what it is. Like, she she introduces him to her parents. He introduces her to his parents, and it's just, like, getting into, like... It, it honestly, like the theme of the movie, is if white people and black people can ever truly know each other. Um, I think that's what it is, uh, which is an interesting theory. But then it's like, but the couple that you're you're trying to like prove the point with is Jonah Hill and this girl who literally like okay, so the way that the way that they meet is Jonah Hill's leaving his office and he I'm just going to spoil it I don't give a shit because you know what you guys shouldn't see it because it's not good. He's leaving his office and he gets into her car accidentally because he thinks that she's his Uber driver. So, and it's just like okay, well that's that's kind of a funny, meat, cute. So it's, so it's her bugging out thinking that he's trying to get into her car. They have this like, Oh my God, who are you? Oh my God, who are you? I thought you were my, neighbor. it's like this misunderstanding. She's all scared. And then Jack like Jonah Hill kind of talks her down and is just like, well, just give me a ride anyway. So then, then, then cut to aerial shot of her car pulling out. And then next thing, you know, they're on a date. So like, which, which, all right, is, is fine. So I think, okay, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, maybe they're going to get us, they're, they're going to get into like what they're, how that they, like, how they, re- like showing us like what their connection is. Okay. So they just cut to the first date and then, and they're talking about how like, our, like, like she, he's like, he, he brings up that it's a date and she's like, is it a date? And then they just have this kind of like dialogue. Um, about how awkward it is that like he thinks that it's a date and she doesn't think that it's a date. And then they cut from that to a, a, a falling in love montage. And they want to make sure that we know that Jonah Hill is like down with like, hip hop and black culture because in every single scene he's wearing a fucking different hip hop shirt. He's wearing a Wu Tang shirt in their second date. The third date he's wearing a Cypress Hill shirt. The fourth date he's wearing like a, I don't even know what, like a fucking tribe called quest shirt. So Jan Jonah, wants to make sure that we know and that like, He wants to make sure that the world knows that he's into hip hop. Like he did that with like the mid nineties. I feel like, or didn't he? Like I thought he did. Like, it's like, yeah, dude, we get it. You're into skate culture and hip hop. Like, congratulations you're like you're not alone I hate to like I hate to break it to you but like there's a lot of people that there's a lot of white kids that are into that so anyway so that's so that's their falling in love montage so I don't even know like what so like because they because they didn't show like okay so like the script that I just wrote that I just had optioned uh, is about two people who go on a first date and they're being chased by a killer who's murdering couples (laughs) like that's and and it's it's like it's almost like a um, it's like a before sunrise meets like, like scream or like meets like Halloween. It's like, you're on a first date and you're being chased by Michael Myers. If Michael Myers murdered couples, like that's, it's, it's a fun fucking mo- like first date movie. Um, but like when my two characters meet, like they have a, like a really great meet cute and then they like talk. So there's like I, I establish like a connection and chemistry so that you're like invested in them and you're rooting for them and you want them to make it out of their date alive and end up together. Like I, I'm going to fucking pat myself on the back. I feel like I did a good job being like, here we go. Like I'm on this journey with these two and you people. Like like I said, the way that they meet is like is like a nice meet cue, but then like you don't let it you don't show us like any sort of like a connection that they've established to the point where Jonah Hill would ask her out and she would agree to go out with him. Like, so we don't see him ask her out. So I'm like, all right, like alright, maybe they'll get into it on their first date. And their first date is literally just this like poorly written dialogue. Oh, their feet touch. I, I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, their feet touch under the table. There's a shot of their feet under the table, and their feet touch. So, connection established. Fucking <laughs> like screenwriting one-on-one guys, just show their feet touching. Right, I completely forgot about that. I take back everything I said. Uh, then it goes to this hip-hop T-shirt falling in love montage. That and and then cut to like. Like, I don't even know about how much long, like longer, like, maybe a few months. They're under the covers. So they just had sex. And, like, Jonah Hill is, has the cringiest fucking line I've ever heard in a movie. He's just like, oh, wait a second. We need a vibe. And he puts on, like, some, I don't know, fucking, some new bullshit R&B song that I've... I, like, I was just like, oh, great. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like I so Okay, so anyway, so long story short, like, you haven't really, like... Granted, the two actors have chemistry, but I don't really know, like, I, I I don't know, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, rooting for this couple because I, I haven't, like, gotten able to settle in. To, there's, like, no just, like, rooting interest. Like, like, I haven't been able to really, like, settle into, like, like, you know when, like, Jon Favreau meets Heather Graham in Swingers, like that's like that's what I'm talking about like he goes over and sees her all the shit he's been dealing with in the, the whole movie he's just like he sees her at the bar and then he sees the bunny rabbit and he's like fuck I'm gonna go do this and then like they talk it's awkward but they eventually like settle into something and then they start dancing and it's just like and it's like and then they go out he walks her to a car and it's like these two have fucking chemistry and then they talk on the phone it's like man I'm rude I wish I could watch a movie of those two falling in love like that's what you people didn't do like at all. It just didn't give us a ch- it didn't give the audience a chance to be like oh yeah, I'm I'm really rooting for these people. I really see like the what the connection is. It, all they give us is that Jonah Hill wears hip hop t-shirts and and she's black. So so then going back to like what the bigger part point of the movie was is that whether white people and black people can ever truly know each other. It's like I don't even do these two even know each other like they're the main character of the fucking movie and like that <laughs> just cuz Jonah Hill wears a uh uh like a sweatsuit that's tie-dye or like they So just cause they have kind of like similar styles, like that's just supposed to solve race relations in America. I like, I was just like, what? Like, did the, like, do these two people even know each other? Like, let's start with the main characters first in this movie before we try to settle any other greater like point about race relations in the world. Uh, it was just, uh, it just didn't land at all. It, re- it really didn't. The movie's just very cringy. Um, and then like what well, God, what else was it what that did irritate me about it? Oh, and then like in the beginning it's like, like, honestly, you can tell because he, again, like I said, he co-wrote it with somebody. So you can tell, you can clearly tell the scenes that Jonah Hill wrote and the scenes that his co-writer wrote, which, which I understand why they did that. But like in some of the scenes, like early on that Jonah Hill wrote, he's getting into like the, you look like da, 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 da. And then the other person's like, Oh, I mean, you look like da, 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 da. Like the, the, like, like the, um, the fucking uh, the like. Do you know how I know you're gay? Or like the um, from forty year old virgin. The uh, when what's his face grows the beard in knocked up, and they're just like, oh, you look like Scorsese on coke. I'm just like, we're bringing this back. Like we're bringing we're bringing this. Apatow is this an Apatow movie? Like at, at, the Jonah Hill scenes feel like an Apatow movie, and then the other scenes feel like a, like I said like an episode of like Insecure. So like it just made the movie feel very disjointed like there which again might be the point like th- th- you know there's there <laughs> there's a racial divide like in this in this world we live in and I think maybe they wanted to lean into that and I understand but like it also made the movie just feel a little disjointed to the point where it's like does a movie like this even work um it, it, but like when he was getting into like the, uh, like the, what are the, what are the ones where you, you like her, like her as, is that simile or Are those similes or metaphors? I always forget. It's that Apatow, like it's that Apatow comedy of like, you look like this, you look like that. You look like this, you look like that. I'm like, Oh, this again, we're doing this again in this movie. Like it, it felt so strange. Um, I just, I, I couldn't believe when I, when I saw them doing that. And then, uh, there was so I, I wrote down so much shit because this movie just fucking really pissed me <laughs> off. Um, uh, oh, and you know, you know what? On another thing, it's like what I what I what I didn't mind about it was like Jonah Hill. He was kind of playing a character that we haven't seen him play in a while because, like, ever since sort of, um, kind of ever since Wolf of Wall Street. Which was just like a Jonah Hill that we've really never seen before. Like in Moneyball, I feel like he was playing who he had played just like a little bit more like toned down like understated which is why he's great in that movie but like in Wolf of Wall Street he really went and showed us like his range and then like after Wolf of Wall Street I feel like a lot of the movies he's been in have just been like non-Jonah Hill roles I'm not saying he's been bad in them they've just been like not the Jonah Hill that you're kind of used to this was kind of him tapping into like the Jonah Hill from Superbad which which was fine but like He's got like the bleached his like his hair is like bleached blonde. It's like slicked back. Uh, he's covered in tattoos now, and like he's he's his face like his skin. is, like he's really like sunburned. Like his his face is like it's like he's been spending like a lot of time surfing or like at a tanning bed. Like he like, I don't know if he's trying to be black or not. Um, like because he's like really really tan. But, but he so he would but he he was captured it's almost like his character in Superbad, grown up and he falls in love with the, with a black girl like that that's basically kind of like what it is but it was hard to like and like maybe his character in Superbed would have become <laughs> this like because uh, I mean that's what Jonah Hill was and this is what Jonah Hill is now so I guess like it kind of worked it was just very strange because he's now this like kind of cool ish looking dude but, like, playing his super bad role, it was just a weird movie. Uh, I didn't like it. I do not recommend it at all, especially because I feel like I just spoiled it for you. And, like, again, like, I love Eddie Murphy. I didn't think he was that funny in it. Um, he had a few funny parts, but, like, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. And then I remember, and then it, it was another thing is, like, I went to go see Elliot Gould. And, like, Elliot Gould's in it. And, like, I remember I watched the movie because I saw The Long Goodbye. <laughs> at the new Beverly, um, God, sorry, my allergies are fucking crushing me right now. But, um, I saw the long goodbye at, uh, the new Beverly, which is like one of Elliot Gould's best movies. Like Elliot Gould was so cool in every movie he was in, in the seventies. And he actually sat behind me. Um, at, cause he was there for a Q and a after the movie, but he was behind me. Um, and then I like, I went back and watched you people and I was just like, ugh like got uh, ghouled he like he just uh, he kinda, like he wasn't in the movie that long he should have fucking played uh although see i take that back because the was so good. that's another thing like david Deco- like jonah hill's parents were david DeCovney and julia louis <laughs> dreyfus which i was like julia louis dreyfus maybe but like David Duchovny. I was just like, there's no way David Duchovny had Jonah Hill. like, first of all, I don't know that David Duchovny, he, he's like almost too young to have it. If Joe for Jonah Hill to be his kid, maybe I missed something. And like he was his stepdad. I don't know what it was, but it was, it was odd that, that they cast Duchovny in it. Like they should have cast Elliot Gould. Um, I think Elliot Gould played like his like uncle, but, but anyway, regardless that, that didn't even bother me. But, um, no, the, the 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 thing that bothered me was like you're trying to make this movie like you have like a strong message but you 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 didn't you don't have the movie or the script to back up the message. That was kind of my problem with it. I was just like when when I saw what the message of the movie was, I was just like oh okay, yeah, like I get it, but like if you're going to do that, you, you there should be a better movie here. Um and that's what would, that's that's what I didn't like about it. And it's like like again, like like I said, like I I give me like, give me like some chemistry and a connection and like a foundation, like something that I'm rooting for where I'm like, yes, I love this couple to the point where I I love them so much that I think like it, it lean, it leans into that, to the theme that they're going for. And they didn't give me that. So I'm just like, now I'm just watching this kind of like sitcom uh, f- just fucking flimsy movie. I really, really didn't like it at all. Um, I just didn't. I, I was just aggravated watching it. Um, and then I looked up, I looked up and it doesn't seem like anybody else really likes it because I think people feel the same way. I think it's just like the, like this, it's, it's it, it just, it's disjointed and like, it's, it's like just painfully like woke. Um, I just I didn't like it. And and honestly, I never, ever, 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 ever want to be the screenwriter who's like hating on a movie. When I don't like a movie, I just genuinely don't like it. I never walk away from a movie saying I could do that better. I never do that because I don't want to be that writer ever. I don't like any time that I like go after a movie. I'm just I'm just it's just my reaction as just a viewer. I'm just like, I didn't like it. And this is why it's, it's never, I, I've somebody asked me that of years ago. They're like, do you ever watch a movie and think that you could have done it differently? And like, I mean, maybe, but like, I just, I, I never, like, I just never want that. Like Pff, I'm better than that because like, look, I, I don't think that I'm a better it writer than anybody. I, Think that I'm good, but like I just I I I want to be clear that that's I like I know I said that like I think I did it better, but like I um I truly truly just don't want to be that writer because it just only sounds like sour grapes, and I I I assure you it's not sour grapes. I just didn't like the movie, Uh, so just to clear that up, and yeah, and then there's that show that I still need to get into. I I watched like the first. 30 minutes of it. like, like literally all month. All I've been seeing is that actor Pedro Pascal on Instagram. Like I've seen that guy everywhere on Instagram. And I'm just like, man, why is this actor everywhere? He's in like every meme. He's all over my explore page. Uh, and I'm like, what, what the fuck is what, this, like, did he, this guy, did he pass away? Like what, what's going on? And then I realized that uh he's on that new show the last of us which i thought was like a this is us spin-off. i'm like oh i'm like oh i knew this is us that was quick but it's like another but it's this like post-apocalyptic show so i watched it because like I'm, I'm i'm just like this this show must be amazing for this guy to be almost in almost every like meme and video that i see on instagram so i watched it and i was just like ah i was like this for like i was like this like <laughs> all of the, I thought I was going to be like, b- like blown away by this show. Like I was blown away the first time I saw Lost, or I was blown away like, quite frankly, like the first time I saw like the first season of The Walking Dead is like fantastic. Like I thought it was going to be like that, but it was kind of just like, eh, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell if that post apocalyptic. um if I can't tell if that premise is starting to get a little tired it's like okay life before and then you hear news stories about like a mysterious thing like in the background and then all hell breaks loose and there's a lot of just like hitting the monsters in the head <laughs> and like uh getting away in a truck and then like cut to like 30 years later and it's like the world is over and there's like a quarantined zone I'm like hey, yeah! I just I feel like I just feel like that um, I feel like that premise is just starting to get a little tired. So when I saw that that's what it was, I was like, oh, all right. Well, like maybe they have like the fresh way in. Granted, maybe they do, and I I didn't give it enough. But uh, the first episode didn't exactly get me to fully understand why that actor is literally just all over my Instagram feed. Uh, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it another shot. If, if I should, let me know, uh, the last of us, but, um, whew! all right. So that's an hour. Uh, fuck. I really, um, I, I really just wanted to talk about you people though. Um, <laughs> not black people i really wanted the movie that just sounded very bizarre uh all right let's get into some shout outs here um i have some other stuff getting written down but i'll save that for nick scott um let's see what we got here uh one more second here we go god 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 There it is. All right, guys. Let's get some shout-outs. Let's do it. I'm sorry again. I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise. Now that I'm back to a normal working schedule, I'm camp is going to be open again. Um, so let's get into it here. I do not have shout-outs written down, but I'm going to just... Ooh. Oh, yeah. New Beverly schedule was just dropped. Oh, shit. I can't wait to get into that when I when the podcast is over here. Oh, fuck. Hell, yes. Like, literally my favorite day of the year of the year. My favorite day of the month is when the new is when the new um schedule was announced. Um, okay, so we'll get into that when I'm done here. Uh, okay, so let's get into some shout-outs. Um hey shout out um shout out to Del Emma shout out um hey shout out to uh let's see let's go into some let's go to the comments section um Let's see Uh, Hey shout out Teacher Joan Shout out Hey shout out Days of Noah Shout out Um, Hey shout out uh, What else Uh, Let's just go down to the last pod pick Uh, uh, Hey shout out Jersey Dave 784 Shout out um hey shout out uh let's get into some other ones maybe i hat have, who haven't i given a shout out to hey shout out meme bobek shout out hey shout out wendy lynn k shout out and uh shout out to gringo star 84 shout out guys thanks for supporting the page thanks for listening if you are listening oh the last time i did the pod i had that motherfucker of a canker sore that thing finally went away. Um, I thought that I thought my tongue was fucking falling off. That thing was hell, but then my allergies kicked in, and i 've been struggling with allergies for the past two weeks um, it 's literally like honestly like i like i haven 't had a productive cough like this since my bout with uh covid last summer. Um, but, uh, yeah, I went right from canker sore, right into allergies. I thought I had COVID for sure and it was just allergies, but I think I need to, um, I think I might need to, uh, get some clarity or something. Um, Hey guys, Nostradamus is back. Like, like, did you like, so, okay. So there's all this weird shit going on with like unidentified flying objects and like there's the balloon and like you know russia and china and like uh that balloon was so weird because I, they were like shoot it down shoot it down which they should have shot it down earlier um but then it's also because it's just like oh they they like they don't want people on the ground to get hurt but it's like from a balloon <laughs> like what's that debris field like like i i mean I, I, it's not like like th- throwing a penny off the empire state building. Like it's not, like, I feel like if you had shot it down over Montana, I don't know. It probably like, I mean, it, well, it might've gotten on the Dutton ranch and fucking <laughs> John Dutton and rip are going to fucking murder 20 people. Um, but like, uh, yeah, it was just weird. Uh, so like, so like it was shoot it down, but it's like with like a dart, Like I was very, I was just very strange, but like, so that, so they're all saying like, so then like, so Nostradamus is coming back. Like er, he's back with like other predictions about how, like he predicted something in 2023 for like a world war three, but it's also just like, you know what, for all his predictions, like, okay. So apparently he predicted like, what was it? Like the French revolution. He predicted Hitler. He predicted nine 11. He predicted the JFK assassination. Like, all right, those are four things. Like, he's missed a lot of shit like like where was he with fucking you know uh that Malaysian airplane where was he with uh um you know um Babylon <laughs> where was he with uh with like a ton of shit like fucking uh you know he could give some seismologists a heads up with uh you know some of these earthquakes he could give um you know what about like the tornadoes what about like uh uh, you know the Falcons blowing the Super Bowl. Like I just this this guy like okay he's pre- he's predicted four things and then when you go back and you read the four things like he's like oh the thunder the grounds will shake in the new city it's like oh so that's nine eleven like give me a fucking break and like they say that he uh, he predicted Hitler but uh, because he predicted some guy's name as like Hitler or no it wasn't even that it was like. Hill, Stee- I just because it had an H that was Hitler, like maybe Hitler read, uh, <laughs> I don't even know so much that it's like Nostradamus predicted that. I feel like Hitler maybe read Nostradamus. It was just like, he's talking about me. I'm going to go do this. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, but I think all the Nostradamus predicting shit is bullshit because there had to have been some dude hanging out with him that like knew Hit that knew, knew Hitler, that knew Nostradamus that was just like, Hey man, like I can't, I can't with that guy. <laughs> like, Can you stop inviting Nostradamus over dude? All he does is predict shit. And it's like, if he was that good, like, where was he when my wife left me last week? <laughs> like, you, you know, this guy's so good. Like I lost my, my dog got hit by a car. I, I wish he had given me some heads up. I would have kept him on his leash. Um, like fucking miss me on this Nostradamus shit. Every time something bad happens, it's like, Oh, that we go back and try to find, I don't know if it's like, it gives us a feeling of like power or like, cause like, we hate being powerless. Like, of course we do. So like, I don't know if it's like we go back and we read his book, whatever fucking book he wrote (laughs) was just like loaded with his predictions. Um, like, uh, I, like I, I feel like we try to like make like so that we can so that we can make like we. I feel like we always want to make sense of stuff, and I, and I understand that. But like, I, I feel like sometimes when bad shit's happening, we always go into Nostradamus's book to make sure that he predicted. And it's just like, really, he was just like, all right, chapter, chapter, whatever the fuck, 2023, here's what's gonna happen. It's like, I don't know, this guy's this guy's missed a lot of stuff. Where was he with Waco? Where was he with uh Jonestown? Where was he with, you know, uh, you know, so he just predicted the JFK assassination. Like no other assassination. It's like where were you on that one, dipshit? Like, like I just fucking miss me on that. Like I, I, every, I saw that last week. I was like, get this guy out of here. Um, I mean, like maybe he is, but I don't think he, <laughs> that he is at all. I think we just want to try to make sense out of out of like what's happening, or like we want to know what's going to happen. So like then we'll go to Nostradamus and be like, oh, it's going to be this, and you know what? Maybe it will. But, like, I just feel like guys that hung out with them, he must have just been a really tough hang. Like, dude, I, I tried to ask him about, like, what his favorite. Uh, <laughs> like, where were they alive in the 1500s? Uh, so, like, what did people even have then? It's like, I don't know. I tried to talk to this guy, and he just fucking was just, he went right into just predicting shit. I was like, oh, yeah, good, good talk, man. I don't know if he was on something, but he just wouldn't stop predicting stuff. Uh, did people even know what predictions even were back then? Like, that's the thing. I don't even, I think he was just fucking writing. I think he was just like high on absinthe or something and was just writing. Um, and we just are just like oh yep yeah, that's definitely nine eleven. It's like I don't know that seems like a stretch that somebody in the fifteen hundreds <laughs> predicted nine eleven. Like give me a give me a break. Uh, <laughs> it's just like it just it's ridiculous. But um, all right guys, that's it. Next week hopefully uh, Nick Scott was supposed to come on this week, but his daughter got sick, so I hope she's feeling better. But next week, your favorite political correspondent uh camp good boy all-star honorary good boy nick Scott will be here in studio <laughs> i gotta figure out what the setup's gonna be because i'm on my couch uh i'm on my couch <laughs> and i like it but like i don't know that i want to do the podcast with s- my couch isn't that big like honestly my couch is for me and Molly, and like if I am, if I have a, a girl that I'm gonna be dating, or like a, a girl that I might you know marry someday, like that's what my couch is for. My couch is it, my couch is big enough for me and like a, like somebody that I'm dating. It's really not a couch that's like big enough for me and like a buddy. <laughs> so like I'm hoping maybe like I'll give the guest to the couch with like the Chase Lounge um, side, and then I'll sit in my chair. Like maybe that's what I will like. I'll sit in my white like comfortable chair that I work in. Maybe that's what I'll do. Like I'll sit there and I'll give the I'll give Nick the the, the couch because I'm like because he wanted to do it at night, and I'm like no like we got to do it. Uh, when, uh we got to do it at like ten or eleven when fucking comment is. Uh, Comment Comet is doing its thing, because I don't want to watch uh, Buffy the Vampire, so I got to keep, I got to keep the fucking daytime Comet going. I got to keep the Camp Lejeune ads going. Uh, can't break the new tradition. This is the new camp. This is how we do it now. So he will be here next week, barring um, another, barring a um, a virus just ripping through the Scut family. Uh, he will be here, and we'll talk about his movie "Who Invited Charlie," which is streaming and in theaters now. It's a really good movie. Uh, we're going to talk about that, and uh, i may talk about politics, <laughs> and we're just going to see how the new format feels with the guest. Because, like, I feel like I've got, I feel like what that was the, what I kind of wanted to do is I kind of wanted to really. You know, make it... I feel like I've still captured the spirit of what Camp Goodboy used to be, but I want to... I wanted to really, like... You know, make it kind of put my stamp on it. And I feel like my stamp is fully on it that I, now I'm ready to kind of bring a guest on. And uh, and yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to see how it goes. I think it's going to go quite well. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. So yeah, that's it. I hope you guys have a good week. I hope you guys have a good weekend. Uh, Super Bowl, you know what? My Super Bowl rant, I went to a Super Bowl party, it was fun. I, I, I'll always go to a Super Bowl party, but like, my rant was just about how Super Bowl parties can be cringe because I don't really think Super Bowl commercials are that funny, and I, I never really love the halftime show. Like, like it, there's never anything that great about it. It's literally just somebody singing songs that you've heard a zillion times. It, usually a lip-synced version, and if not a lip-synced version, like a, a live version, and they play like two minutes. Not even that. They play like a minute of the song. And I'm j- I'm just never like that like impressed by it so i i I, and and the game is long as shit like i like the wild card round um i always get yeah so i think i always get sad at the super bowl because the football season's over but um i went to a super bowl party it was fun they are fun they can just be kind of cringy sometimes when it's the people that don't really watch football i think bill burr's got like a whole bit about this so i'm not going to get too into it but like um whatever the super bowl is fun it's fine but the parties can just be like They're a little cringy. Like, I feel like in the 90s it was better because commercials were better in the 90s. Now, these days, everybody, Super Bowl commercials try to be, like, it's not like they try to be, you know what it is? Like, I feel like in that 90s they were genuinely kind of clever. Like, now it's all about, like... But they're also kind of dumb, like the like the bears singing uh, the YMCA, but spelling Pepsi like it was dumb, but it was like fun. And like the frog saying Budweiser, like it was stupid. But there was like when you look back, it was like at least it was original and iconic. Nowadays, it's like I feel like Super Bowl commercials are like really shitty SNL like commercial like SNL commercials that aren't like that funny or, or or like they're it's like they're spoofing. It's like there's like a Doritos commercial and it's breaking bad and it's like the Doritos new like blue chips. And it's like it it I feel like Super Bowl commercials now are just like, oh what can we bring back and reenact? Like, oh this commercial's like Dirty Dancing or like Oh, oh my God. Is that Emilio Estevez? Like, that's what it is. And I just think that they're kind of cringy and not that funny. So I think that's why I don't really like the Super Bowl. Because um, I just want to watch the game. I, I, I don't care about the other shit, um, which is why I like the wild card round better. Um, so anyway, so that's that. It's not that groundbreaking of a rant. So um, I hope I didn't disappoint anybody. There we go. That's that. Back next week. Have a good weekend. Stay safe out there. And I will talk to you next week. Good to be back here at campers. Missed you guys. And stay safe. better. Right